This is Olderhood Online Radio, featuring Bill Story and Robin Trimmingham, founders of the Olderhood Group. Olderhood Online Radio brings you quality information and discussions on a variety of important topics for all ages. The Olderhood family proudly serves almost 100,000 followers in over 100 countries around the world. Now, here are your hosts for today's show. Hello, I'm Bill Story, and uh, today I'm with Robin Trimmingham of the Olderhood Group. Hi, everyone. Robin's a weekly columnist on the Royal Gazette, uh, Bermuda's national newspaper. And one of her recent articles was entitled Freedom to Learn. So, Robin, started your article with a, I thought it was a very good quote from Thomas Edison. It said, I have not failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. Don't you just love that? Oh, I love that one. I, I mean, I relate to that very, very easily. So, so tell me then, are you suggesting then that failure can sometimes be useful? Well, it's like I used to always tell my friends who've known me for a really long time. I never learned to do anything right until I ran out of things to do wrong. And you'd be impressed with just how much you can do wrong when you really apply yourself. For me, especially the earlier part of my life, it was all about experimenting and investigating and trying things out and seeing what happened and seeing what I learned. But are you, are you talking about things that you were doing like when you were younger, when you were at school, or are these everyday uh, things, uh, just, you know, lifestyle or, or, or social issues or stuff? Like that? What kind of things did you, did you feel that you had to basically, I suppose, experiment with? Well, this went on well into my 30s, if you want me to be perfectly honest about it. Um, you know, I was somebody who has had a lot of different jobs along the way, for example. And I would purposely take new jobs, new assignments, where I wasn't an expert in the field already, and I knew that. You mean to, you mean to try and push yourself? Absolutely. I loved the idea that I could use working, for example, as an opportunity to learn and grow and stretch myself to achieve new things. And I suppose you weren't concerned about making mistakes uh, because... You know, was this was this to try and get promotion or was this self-satisfaction? What was the driver behind that? In, in truth, all of that. Now, you mentioned uh, the concept of accuracy at work. Let me be perfectly clear. I'm a very conscientious person. So even with a new task, a new skill, a new job responsibility, I would always make it my business to be as accurate or as reasonably perfect as possible at whatever it was I was being engaged to do. But... Typically, you would find that uh, in, in companies, you have a job description. So was all of this within inside your job description? Or did you cheat a little bit and try and go next door to see what somebody else was doing, to see if you could learn from them? Or was it something that it was really to help you in your job um, and to progress through the, well, like the thinking process? Uh, I've always been somebody who you might describe as a builder. Uh, I will use uh, whatever my current level of awareness or accomplishment or ability is, uh, whatever that would be, I would use that 
as the basis for whatever it was I w that I was taking on that was new. And I would be very truthful with prospective employers about this. I would go for the job interview. I would say, yes, I see some things in this description that you're absolutely right. I haven't done before. However, I feel that my previous experience in this area or my previous uh, assignment doing that would give me a good solid foundation for tackling what you're asking me to do and bringing a, a fresh perspective to it. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because, you know, I would imagine that that would involve reading a lot, researching, uh, trying to see what other people have done, not necessarily in your company, but just worldwide and particularly nowadays with things like internet, uh, you know, internet searching for, for specific subjects or, or topics which would relate to your job uh, is, is fairly simple. Uh, so I would imagine that you would be doing a lot of reading uh, with that and then sort of following the, the, uh, the ideas that other people have um, and make mistakes. Is that kind of how it works? <laughs> I'm not exactly sure how to answer that, but if I've understood your question correctly, in my mind, the internet is the greatest be-all, end-all free library on the planet. And I'm a huge believer in doing research before you tackle a project. Uh, and this is very much the scientific approach. When a scientist wants to try and do a new experiment, they don't start simply by repeating everything that's already been done. The very first step is try and understand what has already been done and then progress from there. I guess you're, you're uh, talking about WD-40. Uh, the guy who created WD-40 had had 39 attempts to get it right and it was in the 40th one. This is a true story. On the 40th one, he did get it right and he called it WD-40. Well, there's yet another thing that we're all going to have to Google later today. Yeah. I love that example. Now, let me, let, me, let me go back to that point about making mistakes, um, both in, in your business life uh, and for that matter, in your personal life. In your personal life, if you make a mistake, uh, and, and, and I guess we're not talking about huge life-changing mistakes, but just everyday kinds of things. If you make a mistake, you're probably not answerable to anyone, certainly. Uh, oh, no, no, that. let me stop you right there. I I'm answerable to myself, if nothing else. Uh, I actually always demand of myself that I do the best that I can in any given situation. Am I always going to get it right? Absolutely not. Sometimes, despite my best efforts, whether it's personally or professionally, I do wind up getting it wrong. But I've learned a couple of things from my getting it wrong opportunities. First of all, always, always admit when you realize that an error has occurred. And it doesn't matter in what area of your life this is. Never try to hide that. That is the single biggest mistake. That's where everybody gets themselves into hot water. Secondly, with all sincerity, tell any person involved that you actually are sorry that you have made an error. Don't be afraid of losing face, of being embarrassed, of being humiliated. Uh, you know, giving somebody else the opportunity to forgive you, some people would say that is life's greatest gift. But I think there's the two elements of uh, what I would call frequency and severity. Frequency is how many times do you make a mistake, uh, particularly in your business life, particularly, you know, at work. 
so frequency would say, you know, you don't make mistakes or you hopefully don't make mistakes too often. But secondly, severity is how big a mistake is it? Because unlike in your personal life where, yes, you are answerable to yourself, uh, but in your business life, um, you know, obviously making too many mistakes and certainly big mistakes uh, could, could cause some problems. Well, yes, of course. Um, but... I've been fortunate in that I've never made such a big mistake that it wasn't recoverable if I really put my mind to it. Uh, we don't have much time left, so let me just ask you one last question. You're say, at least I think you're saying that we will rarely get it right first time. Nobody doing anything of any significance in life, uh, in history for example, and certainly today, will ever get it right first time. Um, so. In, in that context, if you accept that, then by making a mistake, basically you're making progress. Well, you've heard the old expression, practice makes perfect. You know, how would a symphony ever get written if you had to know how to play the piano before you were allowed to sit down on the piano bench? The number one takeaway for people here is that there is such a thing as an experimental gray zone between right and wrong where you are allowed to allow yourself to try things out, to practice, to improve, to get better, to stretch yourself and not judging yourself harshly if your first attempt isn't perfect and equally so not judging the other people in your life if they're trying things and they're not perfect yet either. Great stuff. Well, you've been listening to Olderhood Online Radio with Robin Trimmingham, uh, whose uh, article we've been talking about, which is called Freedom to Learn on the Royal Gazette, Bermuda's national newspaper. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, yours truly, Bill Story, signing off. So bye for now. Take care, everyone. You've been listening to Olderhood Online Radio. Thank you for being with us today. For more information and upcoming shows, visit olderhoodonlineradio.com.